Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody. This is Howard Fox. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Success Insight podcast. Our guest today is Melody Pridgen. Now, Melanie is an accomplished artist, fashion designer, and percussionist. Melanie enjoys sharing positive energy and her love of art with others. She has taken her love of art and design to a whole new level, though. She is the author of a series of coloring books for grown-ups. Her works include The Wonderfully Weird Coloring Book, The Botanical Coloring Book, All About the Lines Coloring Book, and what is really kind of cool, she is the author of a series of coloring books that are devoted to each month of our lunar calendar. Melanie, welcome to the Success Insight Podcast. Thank you, Howard. So I would love to start for our guests a little bit of your background. And again, we're going to culminate in talking about these wonderful art books and coloring books for grownups. But give us a little bit of a story of your background and how you got to this place. I've loved art all my life. I've been doodling and creating things since I was a child. But I specialize in a type of art that I call psychogenic art. It's art that originates from my mind, but It also originates from the mind of the viewer as well. You're not going to see little fluffy kittens or puppies or a lot of things that you would typically look at and think of reality. This is just art to help you kind of flow. It's to stimulate meditation, if you will, to stimulate creativity. And it's just therapeutic. It's... I, I like my I like what I do. Excellent, and I, I I do want to talk a little bit about the the therapeutic aspect of it in a bit. I'm curious with your art, and you said you've been doing this and doodling and had this interest in art since you were little. Were were there any inspirations, mentors in your life, or did literally you just pick up a crayon and start drawing everywhere, which I would imagine is probably the walls where you lived, because <laughs> like any good kid with some Crayola crayons, you end up doing some work on a wall. Oh, no, that was frowned upon where I, <laughs> where I grew up. So tell us more. Tell us more about how you get any inspiration or guidance in this, or how'd you get really get started? I started decorating blue jeans when I was a teenager. Embroidering, embroidering was one of uh, one of my first creative outlets. I designed things, put it on my clothing, or just color and draw, and it, it was therapeutic for me then, and it and it is now. I've always loved art. I was always poor, couldn't afford to buy anybody else's art, so created my own. Fantastic. Now, when you were in school, I know the beginning of the school year, I would imagine when we were in elementary school, our parents or whoever was raising us bought us everything we needed, included the spiral-bound notebooks and going into middle school, high school, college. And were you one of those that whatever book you got to write on notebook i should say and 
heaven knows we should never write in our books and heaven knows everybody does write almost everybody writes in their books but when you were growing up and in school did you perhaps you just your mind wandered you were bored did you start doodling in your notebooks and oh all the time i was always doodling on something in class or outside now, did your friends your your teachers did they make any comments to you about about what you were doodling? What was what was kind of their feedback in the moment? Well, my first grade teacher didn't think I had any artistic talent. <laughs> <laughs> Those teachers, they happen to get in the way sometimes. I just do what I do. Just never. Re- I really didn't have any formal training in art. It was just something I picked up. Okay, okay. Kind of walk us through now. So you you. you you went off and you continued in high school and college. And how did you can kind of continue your, your art and design love? I saw that you're a percussionist. I'd love to know more about that. And kind of talk, how, does, how did your interest in the art kind of evolve? Oh, goodness. This, well, look, I'll, I'll discuss the project that I started several years ago. Back in the late 90s, I decided that I wanted to create at least one piece of art for each day of the year, a pen and ink drawing. Okay. Um, it, it took me a while, but I accomplished that. So I have at least one piece of art that I created each day of the year from January 1st all the way to December 31st. I have other artistic projects that I've done. I have this really beautiful beaded embroidery project that took me five years to complete wow it's all beads it's seed beads it's delicas it's cloisonne it's semi-precious stones and it's one of my designs and when i designed it i designed it so it can be viewed from any direction i've worked with textile i've worked with fiber i've worked with clay and wood so I, I, I've worked with various media, but the pen and ink has been probably my more prolific. Okay. So tell us more about this project of having a piece of artwork for every day of the year. I mean, is besides for your own personal pleasure, uh, is this the type of work that you would share with others that they perhaps inform some of the, the, these coloring books that you produce for each month or are they just, they're just special to you and to your people that know and love you and kind of really appreciate your work as well. Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. (laughs) Every once in a while, we'll give you a tough question. I don't know where to start with that one, Howard. Okay. We'll start from the first step. So let's, let's talk about these pieces that you, you did every day. Are they, has, who else has seen them? I have no idea. Uh, it, it's <laughs> okay. Are, are you sure? Are you, is this something that you, that you've been able to share with others or, or is it basically just for your, your pleasure and your being in the moment and enjoying what you do? It started out strictly for, for my own self gratification. Okay. And other people started seeing what I was doing and they liked what I was doing. And I started sharing more information about what I was doing. Okay. The project that I did, the piece of art for each day of the year, that was, that was just something that hit me out of the blue. I just decided to, I wanted to do that. And then the long piece of the process was scanning all of this work into the computer. 
and cataloging it. So this has taken me an incredible amount of time to to put into a format where I can share it with people around the globe. Gotcha, gotcha. Tell us more about your books now. The you've got the the wonderfully weird coloring book, the botanical coloring book, and then all about the lines, and then the the books devoted to each month. What was the of those? Which which one was number one? What was the first one you did? The botanical coloring book was the first one. And how did that come about? What was the inspiration behind that? Oh my goodness! I have a lot of plant themed images in a lot of my work okay so i i started looking through it and i said well i've got enough work here to produce a coloring book and people have been telling me for years they they like my pen and ink work and if i gave somebody a copy of a piece of work they were more inclined to color it than just to hold on to it as pen and ink so when i had more people tell me you should coloring books well i'll try this the botanical coloring book was my first one now when you produced the botanical coloring book did you and i know you you live in in florida florida is a very beautiful state there's flowers all over the state i mean i think the one thing i know most about florida or actually appreciate most about florida is you get up in the morning and at least in south florida it has a smell to it it's not the ocean smell but it's Maybe the time when I visited there, it was the smell of the flowers, the flowering trees. And so I always equate Florida with this morning smell and eventually it heats up and gets humid and hot and all that good stuff. But where did you go to get inspiration for the botanicals in this coloring book? I would have to say that the inspiration probably came from my grandmother. My grandmother was quite a gardener and she she loved Plants. She loved flowers. So that's probably where my love for botanicals came from. Excellent. There's a botanical garden in the Chicagoland area. Actually, there's two. There's the Morton Arboretum, which is way out in the western suburbs. But then in the northern suburbs, we have the Chicago Botanical Garden. And I just love going there at certain times of the year with my camera. I'm more of a photographer. But and just love taking a real close-up pictures of the flowers and being able to share those. This nature's design is just amazing. And so you've got this coloring book. And when you produced the coloring book, what was the reaction to it from the people who all of a sudden it's like, ooh, I can... This is not just a book of pretty pictures. This is a book I can actually make my own draw using my own colored pencils, pens, brushes, I suppose. But what was the reaction? People love it. They they seem to actually I think they like the botanical coloring book more than the other ones. Okay, why do you think that? Well, I it's my perspective, my perception that most people like to be able to identify art that they they want to they want to see something that they can recognize. Right, flowers, plants. People love flowers and plants. So the more realism, I think most people are attracted to. Okay. Now, when you are producing this book or like this botanical coloring book, do you have a recommendation for your client, your customer who's buying this book? Do you use ink? Do you use pencils? What's what's the best way to essentially start coloring the book? 
I recommend colored pencils. Yeah. I, I like working with colored pencils. I like watercolor pencils. I like, I just love colored pencils. I have various collections of them. And I, I like the colored pencils more than I like the pens or the markers okay. for coloring. Fantastic. All right. Well, I think for our listeners, we're going to definitely provide you a whole bunch of links out here. One of them is Melanie's author's page on Amazon. So you can look at all of her coloring books, specifically the botanical coloring books. So you get your choice and perhaps you'll, you'll start with the botanical one. So after the botanical coloring book, what, what came next? It was the wonderfully weird coloring book. So the botanical coloring book, the wonderfully weird, and then all about the lines. And then January, February, and March. And then I had a, a space for almost a year before I got around to getting April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. But I've, I've got all 12 of the months now, and I, I'm excited about that. I also have my, I, I did the January ink drawings of Melanie G. Bridgen, which includes all of the four by six okay. ink drawings that I did during the month of January, which there's, I think it's 147 pages. Oh, wow. And then I put that into an ebook. So that's available on Amazon as an ebook. Okay. As well as a paperback. Okay. We'll definitely provide the links back to it as well. And so the, what was unique about creating these coloring books for each month? I mean, I, I'm like, I'm not the best birthday gift giver. I will admit that. I mean, I, I don't even like my own birthday, Melody, just in the spirit of disclosure. I don't like my own birthday. I don't like the idea of getting older. That's a whole other conversation. And I think it requires a different kind of professional. But having said that, the May coloring book, I am like so interested in that. Like I've got an art shop that's just down the street that sells a whole complement of pencils. So I'm thinking there's a May coloring book in my future. But I am curious what went into creating each month's coloring book. Was there something unique about the designs that you made available for the purchaser of each one of these books? It's just whatever flowed out of my hands that day, whatever flowed from my mind to my hand. I didn't plan it per se. It's just, I, it was a day. I had a piece of paper. I had a pen. Let me see what's going to come out. Okay. Now each one of these books, they're all around 45, 47, eight pages. And what has been the reaction to these books so far from people who are buying them? I think people appreciate the fact that there is a piece of art that was created on their birthday, that they can, they can look at something, they can look at their month, and they can see a piece of art was created on their day. Okay. You know what I find very interesting about these books is they're easily consumable. I mean, again, 40 some pages. Each page is unique. So you get to be as creative as you want. Nobody's there to tell you. You know, I, I remember growing up, there was these books that we could color in. And I think that's when we were told to draw 
within the lines and each each section had a number and from that number there was a corresponding color pen or pencil you used i seem to recall that and i don't know if you can remember that as well but i was all my personality was always draw within the lines i was never an outside the line kind of guy and but i think some folks will get extremely creative here what, and after folks are kind of consuming this book, I mean, I would imagine you can pick any one of these books and start drawing it just a little bit at a time, you know, whether it's five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, half hour a day. What's your, what are your thoughts on that for to how to consume a book like this and use it? Oh, it, it all depends on the individual, you know, and, and there's plenty of leeway to draw outside the line. There's, there are no rules with these coloring books. They're for you to consume however you choose. You can even add stuff in in some spots if you, if you feel a need to do this. There's a lot of latitude, a lot of leeway for somebody. You can just pick up a color and start working on it and drop it and come back to it later. No rules saying you got to finish it in an hour or a day or a week or whatever. It's just whenever you feel like doing it. Very interesting. You know, we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, Karen Briscoe. She is a real estate professional out on the East Coast in the Washington, D.C. area. And she wrote a book about five minutes you know, or 15 minutes, essentially to, to take those few minutes every day, whether it's the beginning of the day, the, the end of the day, just to take those five minutes and just think about what your day is going to be, 15 minutes a day, whatever it's going to be, and just kind of meditate and think about what you want to accomplish, what's going well, what, what maybe is not going so well, and what do you want to accomplish that can make your day a, a better day. And I, I think that's what the idea of these books brings to mind is coloring is extremely therapeutic. And when you and I first got on the phone with each other or on Zoom to, to discuss coming on the podcast, I went out to some, to some sites just to start to do some more research about the art of coloring and what it can what it can do. And I found this work from the University of West England, and it showed up as a neuroscience research article. And so the University of West England, coloring reduces stress and boosts creativity. And we'll put a link to it in the show notes. But what, was, what I found was very interesting is that in two studies that were done, which will hopefully be the first of many studies, researchers found that after coloring for 20 minutes, participants reported being more contented, energetic, and calmer than after reading. They also reported higher levels of mindfulness, so attending to what's happening to you in the moment, and flow, and you used the term flow before, which is being in the zone, and it didn't matter whether they had colored first or read first, and all these findings reached what they considered to be statistical significance. And then researchers also found in the second study, college students are great for doing research. I mean, that's if you're a business student, you always do research. <laughs> researchers found after coloring, undergraduates were calmer and more mindful, but they also found that they displayed more creative thinking and had better visual attention. So 
I think this is, speaks very highly to the power of, of these kinds of books. And it's really saying that coloring books and it's not just a, a child's activity anymore. Oh, goodness, no. I had a mini stroke a few years back. And I, through my art and through percussion, that has helped me tremendously. And it, it helps me maintain a positive attitude. It helps me achieve a state of balance and well-being. And I, I want to share that with people. Most definitely. So, you know, you mentioned the percussionist, and there is a, a studio just down the street from me in Chicago, LNA Studios, and they were at our local farmer's market, and there was a percussionist there. So tell me more about the percussionist. I mean, how, did, how that helped you? What did that entail? Well, it helps with coordination, mm-hmm. and it, it helps with left brain, right brain activity. And it, it helps alleviate stress. Stress, I think, is one of the key components to ill health. And I was working in a stressful environment. I worked in corporate America for decades. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've worked in customer service, technical support. I've worked in cybersecurity. Right. And these are very, very stressful jobs and a lot of times you you're in an environment where you can't due to corporate policy you can't just look at anything on the computer or you can't have a lot of books or tools at your disposal because of the environment but a coloring book is benign you can keep it in in a lot of environments where you can't have other materials and and it just helps keep you centered and calm when you're in a stressful environment. From your description, Melanie, and I was went back to one of the, the book pages and I see like the product dimension, it's an eight and a half by 11 book. So it's it's a, a size that we're used to. And, and I was thinking what would really be wonderful if, if all these books perhaps were like spiral bound and, you know, a little... You know the, the those little spiral notebooks that reporters use? They're real small. They're in your hand. And you can literally hide them anywhere, take them anywhere. They're not cumbersome. I mean, at 47 pages, your your books are not cumbersome at all. And I think taking that size or if they're smaller coloring books and just you literally could take them anywhere and just enjoy being in the moment. And, the, and I do totally appreciate the the comments regarding the the job and the stress and especially doing something maybe you're not as passionate about and it sounds like you through your artwork and through these books you are really doing what you love to do which is to create art and to also help people be mindful in the moment through using your books to be more meditative and being more thoughtful and taking those five, 10, 15 minutes a day and just kind of calm yourself down, quiet yourself down and do an activity that really just kind of stimulates other parts of your brain to be more in the moment. And so just a wonderful gifts for people to be able to take advantage of this. So what's going to be next for you now that you've gotten the the 12 months completed uh, what, what other projects are next on your agenda i want 
start to work more on putting my my art on fashion. I think that's one of the next steps I want to take. I want to complete the whole January through December series of the complete ink drawings so I can create an ebook from all of those as well. That's one of the areas that I want to go off in. Excellent. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing that come to fruition. And Melanie, if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, where are the best places on the social sites to go to, to, to find you? Facebook. Okay. In order to make it easy for our listeners to find you, we'll provide a link back to Facebook as well as LinkedIn. And of course, your author's page on Amazon. So individuals can hopefully pick up one or more of your, your phenomenal books because that's the beauty of birthdays. There's 12 months and 365 days and lots of opportunities for giving people the art of drawing and pencil work and being creative. So just a a great way to become more mindful in those five, 10 or 15 minutes a day. Melanie, thank you so much for being our guest today on the Success Insight Podcast. Thank you, Howard. Once again, thank you. And there you have it, folks. We have been chatting with Melanie Pridgen. She is an accomplished artist, fashion designer, percussionist, and she has brought her love of art and design to a whole new level with her series of coloring books for grown-ups, the wonderfully weird coloring book, the botanical coloring book, all about the lion's coloring book, and her series of books devoted to each month in our calendar. So do go out to her Amazon page and pick out a couple that you think you'll like, but also the loved ones and friends in your life what they'll like as well. So hope you enjoyed today's episode. And always remember, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day, and we'll see you on the next episode of a Success Insight podcast. Take care now. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.